Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. <clears throat> Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading the two parashios of Nitzavim and Vayelech. We are getting very close to the end of the Torah. According to the Chinuch, with Parshas Vayelech, the second parsha that we're going to read tomorrow, we complete the Tariag Mitzvos, the last two Mitzvos of the Torah, 612, which is the Mitzvah of Hakel, once in seven years, the Jewish people on Cholamoed Sukkos come to the Beis Hamikdash, and the King of Israel reads the Sefer Torah to the Jewish people. And finally, the 613th mitzvah of the Torah, according to the Chinuch, is that of the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah, either writing one yourself or commissioning a Sefer Torah. I'd like to take a look at the very beginning of Parshas Nitzavim, whereby the Torah tells us that Moshe says to the Jewish people, Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kulchem. Literally, you are standing today for what purpose? If you look in the third verse, Bevris Hashem literally to enter into a covenant with Hashem. Now, why do we need a new covenant now? This covenant our rabbis call the covenant of Arvus. Arvus from the Hebrew word Orev. And Orev is a co-signer, meaning that somebody wishes to take out a loan. And the lender says, okay, I'll lend it to you, but I'm a bit nervous. Your credit isn't the best. Get me a co-signer. That co-signer is called an orev. He is responsible, meaning that if the borrower does not pay back, then the lender can go to the orev, the co-signer. Similarly, we become responsible, a co-signer, one Jew for another. The Kleokar tells us that, take a look, at the first bris, the first covenant entered at Sinai, we were not arevim, responsible one for another, and thus when the Jewish people commit the sin of the golden calf, it is but 3,000 that are guilty of this. Now there's a new factor as we are about to go into the land of Israel. And in fact, the Talmud in Sanhedrin 43b teaches us, based upon the 11 dots found in the Sefer Torah and printed in our Chumashim as well, on the words, Lanu Uvanenu, Ad Olam, that the covenant and responsibility of Arvus did not go into effect until the Jewish people crossed the Jordan till they entered the land of Israel. Now, let me explain a little bit what Arvus is. For example, tonight a Jew recites Kiddush, a biblical mitzvah. He finishes Kiddush, he says to his family, excuse me, I'll be right back. He runs down the block and knocks on the door 
of his local rabbi and he says to him rabbi i have to tell you i recited the kiddush however my mind was on something else entirely and i did not focus on and concentrate on that this is the declaration declaring the sanctity of the shabbat declaring that shabbos remembers creation reminds us of the exodus none of this was in my mind rabbi can i please go home and recite the kiddush again and the rabbi is going to tell him no for any one of many reasons, but not the least of which, we don't want the Jew to become neurotic. He'll come back 10 minutes later and say, I worked it up from a 30 to a 50. Do I have another chance and another chance? And the answer is no. Next week, you'll do a better job. Now, this same Jew who was not permitted to recite the Kiddush again, after dinner Friday night tonight what's he gonna do he goes for a walk and he goes down the block and he sees oh my goodness there are a lot of empty cartons in front of a house you never know maybe a Jewish family moved in he waits a moment or two sure enough if someone comes out he introduces himself my name is Chaim what's your name my name is Igor oh my goodness and sure enough Chaim the local says to Igor, the new man on the block, tell me, did you make Kiddush? He says, what's Kiddush? <laughs> Perfect. You're Jewish? Yes. Come with me. Chaim takes Igor to his house, and now Chaim can recite that Kiddush again, this time with a lot of concentration. Why? Because this time he's going to be reciting the Kiddush for somebody else. We are responsible. I know how to blow shofar. I heard the shofar, please God, next Thursday, next Friday. I have a chauffeur. My next door neighbor could not be in shul for whatever the reason. If I, who can blow, don't blow the chauffeur for them, so it's not just um, not such a nice guy. No, according to the Ritva in the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, my mitzvah of shofar that I thought I had fulfilled so well by hearing all 100 sounds of the shofar, the answer is no. My mitzvah is incomplete because I did not fulfill the mitzvah on behalf of my neighbor. We are responsible one for another. Now, why might you ask? So, Orachayim HaKodosh, in his commentary at the beginning of Pashas Nitzavim on Pasuk Yud Beis, says something very interesting, and that is as follows, that God instituted this concept of Arvus for our benefit. How so? Because, unfortunately, were a Jew to slide backwards today a little bit, tomorrow a little bit more, before you know it, unfortunately, on a slippery slope, he's gone. And therefore, now that we are responsible one for another, Yitnu Lev, one will watch the other. Laover Avera Achas When I see my friend and neighbor doing something wrong, that I have not that I'm a yenta, no, but I have the opportunity in a nice way 
to uh, help them, what's going to happen? Yiskaimu la'am segula. As a result of this, they will remain part of the fold. And therefore, listen to his words. Holamadato, we learn from this, Shakol ma'asei Hashem, all of God's actions, Eino elo litova seinu, it's all for our good, lehakimenu, to sustain us and to keep us. The mitzvah of arvus, one Jew responsible one for another. Now, listen carefully. I want you, and I'll be honored, if you open up the Chumash to the very beginning of the parasha tonight, and you ask yourself, the Torah says, Atem mayom kulchem. You are standing today, kulchem, all of you. Let me ask you, what day is it that we are referring to? So Rashi tells you, what do you mean, what day? This is right before Moshe's passing. Says Rashi Biyomo so on the day of his passing, Moshe enters the Jewish people, he brings them into an assembly, into the covenant of Arvus responsibility. That's what Rashi says. And by all means he is correct. But as we know, there are layers and layers of understanding to the Torah. So in addition to what Rashi is saying that Ayom refers to the day prior to Moshe's passing, the Zohar HaKadosh says that the word Hayom refers to Rosh Hashanah. And it's not by chance, my friends, that every year on the Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah, we read Pashas Nitzavim, either Nitzavim by itself, or like this year, Nitzavim together with Vayelech. And there's a very deep meaning here. Says the Torah, Atem Nitzavim Ayom Kulchem, you, the Jewish people, are standing today with all the challenges that you have. Look at last week's parsha, the 98 God forbid, klolos, curses that could befall the Jewish people, with all that's going on in the world around us, which literally leads to deep concern, trepidation. Still, the Torah consoles us by saying, we are all standing here, please God, next week, Rosh Hashanah, Hayom, the day of Rosh Hashanah, Kulchem, all of us together. Now, there is a delicious medrash, which the tour in Simon Tovkuf Pei Aleph quotes. The medrash is found in Devarim Rabbah, Parsha Beis, Os Tesvav. And I quote Rav Simon, says as follows, Unbelievable in the name of Rav Chanina and Rav Yoshua. Take a look at the uniqueness of the Jewish people. Minhago Shalolam, the nature of the world or man is. Adam Shieshlo Din, a person who is on trial. Lovesh Shchorim, puts on black clothing. Misatev Shchorim, 
envelops and wraps himself in black. He doesn't care how he looks. He allows his hair to grow long. Doesn't cut his nails. He's not concerned with his grooming. Why? He doesn't know what his verdict is going to be. He doesn't know, is he going to live? Oh, God forbid not. Avo Yisrael, the Jewish people, Enom came. They're not like that. Lovshim Levanim, we wear a white kittle and we put white on on Rosh Hashanah. Misatvim Levanim, Megalchim Zekonim, we take haircuts. Umechatchim Tsipornehim, we groom ourselves, cut our nails, bathe. Ochlim v'shosim usmechem. We eat and we drink and there's a simcha. There's a joy on Rosh Hashanah. Why? Where is this optimism coming from? The yodim, they know. Shakadosh baruch hu lohem neis. They're confident that God is going to do a miracle with them. Now wait a second. How could they be so sure of this? And the answer is as follows. True, each and every individual should tremble. Each and every individual as an individual should be very worried going into Rosh Hashanah. Yes, our life is in the balance. But one thing we know for sure, Netzach Yisrael lo yishaker, the eternity of Israel, that ultimately will there be a Klai Yisrael, will there be a Jewish nation that will make it to the finish line absolutely positively. That's for sure. Ah, so therefore, says the altar of Kelm, what should each Jew try to do? Connect yourself to the community. The community is going to live on. Connect yourself to the community, and the more you connect yourself to the Jewish community, each one in their own way, the strengths that you have, not only shall you use them for yourself and for your immediate family, channel your strengths into the community, and because the community needs you, that's going to be your best ticket, please God, for the forthcoming year. And so, before Rosh Hashanah, I hope we'll have a chance to review the laws of Rosh Hashanah next week and some hashkaf about Rosh Hashanah. But let's understand, this Shabbos is the 25th day of Elul. This Shabbos, tomorrow, is the day that God created the world. When we say on Rosh Hashanah, Hayom Haras Olam, today on Rosh Hashanah is the anniversary of the creation of the world, we don't mean the world, we mean man. Because in reality, man himself is Uah, so very important. So therefore, on this last Shabbos of the year, Prior to Rosh Hashanah, we take this very important message of Arvus to heart, and I close with the beautiful teaching of Reb Neftali of Rapchitz Zechetzadik Levracha, who says, Kol Yisrael Aravim doesn't only mean Israel is responsible one for another, but from the word Kolech Orev, your voice is sweet, as we find in Shira Shirim. It therefore means one Jew sweetens one another. The more we are concerned with each other, the more we sweeten one another. And please God, our recipe, Emir Tzah Hashem, for a sweet new year.
Shabbat Shalom to all.